Welcome to Idol Talk. I'm Fernando, joined by... Fabrin, the real Don, realist Don. Again, he's filling in for my usual co-host, Joan, a.k.a. Valdez Boo. the Don. Ooh. <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> Fucking go on vacation for... Boo, you suck. <laughs> uh, I hate that you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. But today we're talking about... Having children, our, our childhoods, childhood, yeah. and let's just see where we go from there. So, okay, let me, explore, let me explore. Let me explore Fabrian as a child. Okay, let me know. Tell me who you were as a child. Um, I think I was a very weird child. Okay, weird as in like you would be cool if you were a child now, or like oh for sure, <laughs> for sure, yeah. <laughs> okay. But back then, the shit I liked wasn't considered cool. So okay. I think I, w- I was a very weird child. I think I tried my best to fit into the cool kid mold, mm-hmm. even though I was nothing like that. I think as a kid, I grew up not having actual things. Like, all the things I was into weren't things that actually interested me, but I did it because... That was the cool thing to do. Okay. So, like, examples like sports and things like that back then were considered so, like, you had to do insane it. Insane to, like, be a cool kid. And as someone who grew up with asthma, that shit was hard <laughs> <laughs> to try to keep up with everybody who, like, could just, like, run no problem and do yeah. sports no problems. And I was out here trying to, like, not die <laughs> and do sports. So, not collapse. <laughs> yeah, basically. I was, like, like, wheezing over, like, anything would run for like a little bit like (laughs) like dying the whole time i think like my thing was as a kid was like thank god video games have always been like cool for children because i loved video games as a kid Mm -hmm. i didn't always have the coolest video game though that's that's that was that was my issue right so when everyone was getting like the newest consoles yeah i was getting two generation consoles back and i've been like yeah this shit is dope having the playstation one when the playstation like three was out yeah not even because i was not Okay, when those cuts came out, but like, I remember having like the PlayStation Two and the GameCube when like the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty and like the PlayStation Three were out, and all my friends were on Xbox, and I was still like on PlayStation Two. Like, this is all I can afford because yeah. like I, I I've my childhood was never um what's the word like there was never any like luxury. It was mm-hmm. always like necessities. Yeah. So anytime I would be able to get like something that wasn't necessarily like for bills or food things that my mother would get me it'd always be like things that were cheap at the time so and and all power to my mother who was raising mad children at the time right yeah um how many uh there was three of us for a very long time just my mom and three of us then it became four so she was raising four children for most of her life just by herself zero help Again, like I, I, like you guys were saying in one episode before, like women, that's that's like the ideal to me of like a powerful ass woman, someone who can hold shit down without like the help Needing of anyone. somebody yeah. else. Yeah. It's it's very inspiring, bro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I grew up originally very very poor. Like I think today I am middle class or I'm comfortable. I can. Yeah. I have things. I have ex- excess money money to buy things that I enjoy or things that I. Because you work, yeah, right? you don't got a family, it's, it's family. Yeah, you don't got kids. Life. You just buy, you just you. Yeah, but as a kid, none of that. I think yeah. 
I was always jealous of people who had so much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a kid, I had nothing besides, like, I shared a room for 18 years of my life because we could never afford a room, like, an extra room just for me. Yeah. And um, I never, I think, I went, like, my whole life without, like, an actual birthday party, Yeah. per se. Like, I remember, like, growing up around people who would get, like, extravagant birthday parties and shit like that. And I'd be, I get so jealous. I'm like, damn, bro, like. If only, like, my family just was more well-off. Yeah. And, and me not understanding at the time why it was so hard for me to have what other people had as a kid. Because I didn't really understand the concept of money, right? To me, like, $100 was, like, insane. Yeah. Felt I like a million dollars, yeah, right? It felt, yeah. I didn't I didn't understand the concept of money. Of money. And how, really. how you yeah. get it and how, how much work it takes to, to have How much it, it affects your, your life. Like, how much does $100 feel like right now? <laughs> bro, change, bro. Bro, change, like, it's, it feels it like, like twenty bucks. Yeah, because you work, and then it's just it poof. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> I think every bill is at least a hundred dollars. Yeah, to the point that it, it really doesn't feel like much. But as a kid, a hundred dollars was so much. You could do so much with a hundred dollars. Yeah, bro. You you walk into like a candy store or a dollar like store, shit. and you could buy everything because everything. everything was a dollar. So you felt that it was so much money, right? And like. Right, so when people would be like, "Oh yeah, I just got the new Xbox 360," and shit was like three hundred dollars. I'm like, "Oh god, it was like six hundred dollars." Ooh, I was shit. like, "That's wild. How the fuck y'all got that type of money?" Not realizing that's like that, seventeen like, birthdays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not even realizing it, right? Because like, I was just like, "Damn, I don't. I could never like that. Could never be me." Yeah. Right. I'd always have to like piggyback off all my friends, go to their houses, play video games, and then play outside. I think that that was most of my entertainment. But like. Yeah, like I mostly would just, as a kid, watched anime and fucking play video games, and I'd I'd go outside and play with my friends a lot, which I think is solely missing, sorely missing in this day and age as kids going outside. Yeah, I don't think people go out like to hang out anymore. I know. At least right? I don't see it. It's all these child predators just kidnapping <laughs> kids, man, just ruining childhood yeah, experiences. Yeah, I just I because I, I like I have vivid memories of going out like biking or yeah. skateboarding or like just fucking about. As a yeah. kid, and like, I don't see that with my sister. I don't see that with most kids these days. It's just all I'm gonna stay at home. The child predator thing might have been a joke for a little bit, but <laughs> kind of, th- kind of really think about it now. 2021, things are getting more advanced. For it's sure, yeah. like it's, it's way easier it's to easier. be a predator. Yeah, you can now. like creep on kids online without and ever getting without, revealed, without revealing who, who yeah, you are. It's exactly. always been like that, really, but. Now, this day and age, technology is advancing. Fake profiles are becoming better and better Catfishing every day. Catfishing shit is real, Exactly. Dude. Catfishing is a serious problem. So now, I guess, now people are more, like, maybe scared hmm. of kind of... Being out all the time. Letting their child be outside for eight hours a day. Because I remember yeah. being outside fucking yeah, all my mom, my day. My mom would let me... I think the one issue my mom, me and my mother always had, she'd always ask me to come home before I went out. Yeah. And I never wanted to go home. I'd go, I'd go out of school and I'd just start hanging out. Uh-huh. And she'd be like, yo. She wanted a confirmation that you home. That you live. Yeah. She'd be like, come home, then, then the you can out. go out. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, I don't want to walk all the way home and then come, and come back. back. And it's kind of close to my yeah. school already. Like, it's mad far. So I'd never come home. And I come home at like 8 o'clock, she'd be my ass. Every, every time she'd be my ass. She's like, if nobody killed you, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you, know, you know those like decorative like glass fruits yeah. that some Hispanic moms have? Mm-hmm. Remember one day I came home. It's a staple. <laughs> well, then I came, I came she home hit you late. With shit? She threw one at my head, dog. And did it hit? Beamed it. This shit hit so hard. Did it break? 
Yeah, you know, it, hit, um, it broke. Not on my head, but when uh -huh, I hit the ground. You don't hit the ground. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that I remember that how much that shit hurt. I mean, and my mom would always do that. I come home late. She just first thing she got in her hand, she's gonna toss Fruit. at me. Yeah, that's the first <laughs> thing she she tossed. Remember she tossed a platano at me one time too because she was cooking. She tossed one of those at me, but the, yeah, the glass, the glass fruit, no joke, bro. A glass apple wrecked my whole head up. Change your life. Yeah, and and things like that too. Like I grew up with people whose parents weren't as strict as mine, and I didn't get that either. Mm -hmm. It blew my mind to see how disrespectful some children were oh my God, to their yeah. parents and get away with it without any repercussions. Fuck you, mom. Yeah, shit like I that. I don't want this apple juice. It, I said it, I want it, fucking orange juice, you blow, cunt. It blew, it blew my mind. Yeah. I, I'd, go to, I'd go to like, like my white friends' houses or like anyone like that. Because like, I, I, all my black friends, bold. never. Mm -hmm. They would never disrespect yeah. their parents, just like Hispanic people. Yeah. i go to a white person's house, dude, and like they just like yell at their parents and the mom would be like, okay, and yeah. walk away. And I'd be stunned. I'd be like, how are you not dead, bro? Yeah, yeah. I was like, if I even raise my voice to my mother, I come, I come to school tomorrow in, in crutches, dog. Like, that's wild. Bro, I'm so traumatized for having the TV volume high that, like, <laughs> like I feel like my ears have adapted to, like, level, level, level seven being really loud. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I think my max is 20, and if I pass 20, bro, I'm like, this is mad goddamn bro, loud. Bro, 11 be loud as fuck. <laughs> my sister be putting this shit up to, like, 40. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's loud as fuck. I'm going to bring that shit back down to seven. It's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. I think I have the same trauma, bro. Because I remember my stepfather at the time, who was a taxi driver for New York. Yeah, he'd he'd work at nights and come home in the morning and then knock out. And if we were if we made a peep of noise, bro, he'd lose his goddamn mind. <laughs> <It's a> clip. <laughs> he'd lose his mind. So I think yeah, I, I I got accustomed to never making any noise. Yeah. So yeah, I I get, I get that on that. Yeah, but like. Kids just have it so different nowadays. Like, do you see a difference between the way your mother raised you and how your mother is now raising your sister? Yes, for sure. Because that's how I see. I'm it's, like, it's they lose their prime. Like, yeah, but like back when, like my mom used to be Floyd Mayweather with the yeah, shit. Yeah, with, with, with the with the chancla, bro. I'd, it'd be like a it'd be like an Arudo fight. Like, She'd like, be like dodging the hits yeah. and shit. Like it'd be like that was me when I was younger. Now my mom don't even do none of that Word. to my sister. I mean, my mom used to be like. The greatest of all time with the chocolate. She'd be yeah. a martial artist with it, dog. And now my sister be saying some crazy shit. You'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what? And my mom just be like, bien, and then walks away. Yeah. Dude, with me or my brother or my older sister, like, with me or my older siblings, oh, we'd get wrecked. Yeah. If we ever even spoke sight, back to her, sight, bro. No problem. I'm just, and I always tell my sister, I'm like, Yo, you you got it lucky, dog. You lucky my mom, like, mommy's old now, Yeah, dude. exactly. That's what I, I was telling my cousin. Because, like, that. that's wild how you be getting away with the shit that you be getting away with, man. Because I could never at my age. I think my mom, no, no, like, no, because I know people are going to look at it and be like, oh, your mother was abusive or whatever the case yeah, may yeah, be, yeah. right? No, she wasn't. Like, it yeah. was never to a point where I was like, actually like injured or something like that it, it was always for discipline she never just beat my ass to beat no. my ass it always was a lesson and it taught me to respect her and respect other people in that sense of the term um but like i don't know if i was going there i lost my train of thought but um just comparing how um it was never abusive yeah the discipline it was more it's, it's made me the person i am today right like i'm not he built character. I'm, yeah, I'm not disrespectful to anyone unless you're disrespectful to me. Yeah. And it's just, it's been like that because my mother taught me that, right? And and she beat it in me and, and my mom wouldn't beat me just to beat me. It was always like, oh, you did something wrong. This is the, the consequence to it, right? And then I was like, all right, now I know not to do that thing that that, that was wrong. Yeah. 
but I feel like with with like my sister you know, she just you think she just needs one good ass whooping and oh she's good? For, dude for sure <laughs> I think if my if my sister grew up in my mom's prime so she'd be the most well-behaved person I've ever known in my life because like she she just gets away with everything and I think like I'm oh I remember what I was trying to say over there like my mom beat me until I was bigger than her because my mom's pretty fucking short now mm-hmm. and I'm six feet so once I got bigger than her and, she, and like her hits didn't hurt no more she was like oh, I give up yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing I can do now but unless she just ups her game and starts getting like weapons <laughs> crazy shit. shit my mom like always a, beat me with like weapons. a baseball bat or no something. that's <laughs> bugging out like you won't be bigger than me bop but Let like, me take you down a she like eventually just was like, yeah, I'm done hitting you. Like you way too big to be getting hit. Yeah. And I just, but I never took that it as wasn't a, like, out of, it wasn't out of respect. It was like, I physically can't hurt you no more. So exactly. Basically. <laughs> but again, I didn't, I didn't take advantage of that. I wasn't like, aha, you can't hit me no more. I'm gonna be disrespectful. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like all those lessons that she taught me from, from before they stayed, they were deep rooted. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't disrespect my mom unless I'm joking around with her. Like, mm-hmm. right. I'll be like whatever woman or something like just yeah. joking around then we'll both laugh but she knows that I, like it's never disrespectful yeah it's just and like that's that's the problem with today's day and age like you can't discipline your child anymore because everything is viewed as abuse and at at times yes right because i mean it's viewed that way because it's the cases of maybe when it really is with the, abuse, with the extremes yeah or like when a child dies, yeah, that is always gonna outweigh the cases that that's what nothing I'm bad happens, and, and it should, extreme. it should, it should outweigh it because it can't, it can lead to that. Remember, you're an adult and yeah. you're physically beating a child, yeah, and sometimes the child is never gonna be as strong as the adult yeah. in those situations until you grow grow older and. But grow, it, but that's what bigger. I'm saying. I think it's it's different for every like everyone experiences different, right? Because some people be really become really uh, traumatized to that type of shit, yeah. And I and I agree. What that's why we shouldn't beat our children, and we shouldn't do all that other stuff. It, it just depends on, on how on your child how built, is, yeah. right? If your child will react better to verbal, uh, maybe discipline. Yeah. I don't want to say abuse, but verbal discipline. Yeah. Then obviously go that route because maybe there isn't a need for like physical discipline. Yeah. Right. Or if they respond better to you having a conversation with them, under telling them why it's mm-hmm. wrong, why it's right, like what to do. If that's how your child is able to receive information, then that's how you should do it. But I think at the end of the day, most physical abuse probably comes out from the lack of knowledge of that. Yeah. And maybe frustration. No, for sure. I think, I think it is it is a cycle, right? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure my mom got beat when she was younger. And yeah. so she saw they, it as... They got beat worse. Yeah. And she saw it they as... They got a, actually physically yeah, abused. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For the most part. And then they grew up thinking that that was okay. And so they did yeah. it. Right? And me, on the other hand... I know, but you, you you would. I don't think you would ever get beat like how your your, your parents got. Oh beat. no, I would never beat my children. Period. Like, yeah, no, I, I'm saying I, like your mom didn't beat you like her mom beat her. I would say. Oh, is, I that, is that safe to assume? I don't know because I, I definitely I mean, know my, my mom has my told mom, that yeah, to my me. Mom told, my mom has told me horror stories. Yeah. Like, and I, I meet my grandma. My grandma's the sweetest little old lady. She's ever. the old lady. I'm like, there's no way this her sweet her little prime, lady. <laughs> oh, there's no way this sweet little old lady ever did anything to you. But yeah, you're right. It's like. It's like uh, we always uh, take it a step back when yeah. when we're the discipliners because I feel yeah. like maybe they remember when they were beat and they're yeah. like, all right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit them that one extra time because yeah. that maybe that one will fuck them up. But like <laughs> <laughs> that one hit that's yeah. gonna ruin them. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, my mom. If you ever, um, it's called like being in cow, where mm-hmm. like you're like kneeling and your arms are like straight up onto the wall. Yeah, you have to just sit like that or like kneel like that for mad long. Damn. You ever do that? No. No, 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 no. So it's, it, I think it's in Dominican culture or Spanish culture in general. She used to do that to us, like, just as a punishment. She wouldn't hit us. 
she just make us sit like kneel and with our hands up and you'd get tired and if you like went down or you brought your arms out then you'd get hit so you were conditioned to constantly keep your hands up until she was like okay you've you had, been a good you've, basketball player you've, you've suffered <laughs> no i'm <laughs> garbage at basketball you've been good at defense so <laughs> keep um, the hands up and I remember that they, I just I don't remember what the hell I did, but I know me and my siblings did something like crazy. I think like we stole from a store, and I I think like the store person knew my mother like personally and just called her and told her, and then like we were kneeling on rice, dude, for so long, oh. to the point, like where the rice like pierced our knees, and, like we started bleeding, just crazy shit. Which I know it sounds insane. Is like yeah. oh your mother abused you, right? It'll sound insane to the to the to, to the average view like to the, the different demographic, yeah. but like to the the people that have done it, they're like yeah, oh, not that bad, like. But I, that's what I'm saying. Everyone's built different, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm not traumatized from that. I, I don't resent my mom for any of, like, this shit, like, she did. She did the best she could with what she had, right? So that's why I'm not that, like, crazy about it. And I, and I know I'm not, like, traumatized. Like, some other people are who, like, get beat and then, like, it, it stays with them for the rest of their life. And that's You could why say it, do, it did stay with you the rest of your life based on how you how you treat people now. I guess, but it's but not, it's like not traumatic. Negative, yeah, it's not. But negative, it, it has stayed with you. You're like, I'm yeah. not disrespectful to people that aren't disrespectful to me. Like yeah. the way you do things. I don't like, steal now. It, yeah, it stays that just, with straight you. up. That shit taught me not to steal. I was yeah. like, oh, this sucks. I never want to do this again, and I never stole again. Yeah. Um, You're the fucking thief. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like a a, a ball or something. I don't yeah. remember. Um, but yeah, and like that's why like I see I see that the. Duh, the pros and cons to that type of parenting, right? Like there are pros, at least for some people, and there are cons, mostly cons. Because right? yeah. I think in today's world, I the don't. Cons think, will always outweigh the pros. Yeah, I think to, in today's day and age, I don't think that's that way of raising a child is productive. That's why I don't think I, 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 I would. It's a different different generation. Of yeah. People. I think like talking it out is more appropriate. Yeah. And and, and it, 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 it helps. usually so, like yeah. solves any issues. It's help it, and it also helps with um, and it's always been that way right? communication because I think in today's day and age like communication is so bad with people mm-hmm. like people don't know how to communicate when they're in relationships. Or have you have friendships. you run into people that don't know how to hold a conversation like in person? Yeah, it's, it's, it's I mean it depends, man. Because there's times where like I'm really interested in the conversation, and I hold it. Mm-hmm. That's where I don't give a shit, and it's just like. I'm the one who's not like yeah. pulling the weight and it's just like just it happens fuck. yeah it just happens and like I'm trying to be as nice as I possibly can about this situation but I don't really care and like it just happens bro I'm, I might be talking to someone and to me whatever I'm talking about is OD like yeah. interesting to me and they don't care and like exactly. I get it Yeah, <laughs> it happens Yeah. Um, I, but yes I think communication if you speak to your child it will help them better communicate the way they feel yeah about certain situations or, or uh, certain things for the future, yeah. yeah. So like, it's something that I had to learn the hard way because again, that's the way you would have uh, yeah. learned it. it. It's the way I had to learn. Yeah, um, I didn't know how to communicate the way I felt to anyone for the longest time. Okay, because in a Hispanic household, it was not um, in a household where no one speaks about how they feel about certain situations. I never learned how to do that. So there was a lot of things that I would struggle with when it came to relationships outside of my family or even in my family. I never knew how to speak about how I felt because it was never taught to me or how do I put it like... Maybe it wasn't prioritized. Yeah, I, like 
I can think on like my hands of how many times I, I hugged my mother as a kid. Okay. Right. And because of that, hugs with anyone just seem weird to me unless it's with someone who I'm romantically involved in. And that shouldn't be the case, right? Hugs don't necessarily have to be anything but a show of like admiration affection. and love or mm-hmm. affection, right? But because I wasn't hugged so so much as a kid, which sounds bad. It sounds bad, <laughs> yes. A lot of the, I feel like a lot of uh, childhood stories are would sound that way. <laughs> um, but I it's up to us to change that. Correct, though. and that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't, I didn't understand that it was like such a bad thing to not be hugged so much, right? I didn't get it until I, until eventually I was like. Oh, it's actually something that I struggle with now, right? Receiving because, hugs? No, giving, giving hugs. Giving hugs, okay. Because like I don't really give anyone hugs, and it, and then when I do, it's weird to me. It's like, oh. It feels weird, right? And and I, and I want to make it to the point where like it doesn't feel weird. So you mean hugging strangers or associates, acquaintances, anyone, right? Because like, so even significant others. No, no, significant others is is where like I've gotten comfortable with hugging them, right? Because when I'm when I'm in a relationship, yeah, I'm usually, I'm, yeah, I'm usually in a relationship for a very long time, and I get comfortable with it, right? But like with people like, uh, let's say like, I've gotten a lot better with my cousin like Joan. I hug Joan and I'm like, that's cool, right? But I've I've known my baby sister her whole life and I barely hug her. Me too. And, and I'm uncomfortable with that too. Yeah, with my it, sister. And, and it it I for don't know reason. and I don't know why. And I, don't and know I think why it's either. it's it's because of that. It's because I was raised not getting hugged so much, so it feels weird when I hug someone, right? And it's something that I need to get over because I never want to be like that to my children. If I ever have children, I want them to know that like it's okay to hug, it's okay to love, it's okay to show affection to your child without it being like, like, oh, I'm just like a friend. You can just respect me because I hug you, right? Yeah. And I think that's where my mom saw it of where like if you show too much affection or whatever the case may be, like they might have thought, oh, I, I now I'm not gonna respect you because I can only see you as a friend. Or whatever the case may be, I don't know, man. I don't know why. You are the way you are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they raised me the way they raised me. I'm just explaining what it is. Probably was I the best now. circumstance. Yeah. Because I had to learn the hard way, man. Being in a relationship, uh, like I think my very first like serious relationship, having to learn to like communicate how I felt, was really hard because I didn't know how to do that, because no one ever sat down. To ask me how I felt, and I never had to like communicate that to somebody you always just held it in yeah because that's how it was like right it's it's to never at least in, in my in like the dominican culture it was like oh men don't cry men aren't supposed to show feelings mm-hmm. like that so i never did and it's hard for someone like me who is a who is very emotional someone who's always been like hard on sleeve and like wanting to show my emotion but never being able to or like do you think other people made it feel that way that you weren't able to or you think you yourself were just saying i am very emotional but you know what i'm not gonna show i can't show people both i think so you've had instances where the other person was like stop like oh or like kind of like hindering your emotional vulnerability yes for sure i think but that's more often now Mm -hmm. i don't think my family's like that anymore i think if i ever show any emotion to my mom she's always receptive but as a kid i didn't know how to Mm-hmm. Because I I was never taught to, but now as a, an adult I know how to right. But there are times where people are just like, they don't care. Yeah, and then it like blocks you off to being like, dude, why even open myself up? Yeah, it hurts to when, even when yeah they to don't even like not even get the uh, the reaction or the response that you're that looking you, for. You're looking for. So if you're like, yo, this shit is really bothering me, blah blah blah, and they're like, cool, bro, 
Like, yeah. stop crying about it. And it's like, oh, cool. Now I know. Now like, I'm going to just yeah. not talk about my feelings. And it's happened, I think, a few times with, like, past relationships that I've been in. And I'm not going to sit here and play a saint that I'm, like, perfect and I, I never had problems. Yeah. Like, I was uh, diagnosed with depression and anxiety at the age of 16. So there are times where these things get very overwhelming so then I get very overwhelmed and my emotions are, are like at a hundred. And so that's a lot for any human to like endure. Right. But also I never felt like I've ever been supported enough in that situation where like when it gets really bad, because usually I'm very calm, right? I, I know how to deal with all of my stuff by myself, but when it gets to the point where I can't control it or I can't deal with it on my own, there are times where it flows out and I, and I like, I seek for help against or around people who are like very close to me and it's never been receptive. So I don't even do it anymore. So like in, in relations where I've been in like for like years with people, like two, three years with people. And then like I get into like a funk or like something like that. So usually um, whenever my, the anniversary of one of my very close friends and family members passed away, I get into like a really bad funk in that month. And so I like seek to be like, Hey, if, if there's, you can speak to me if I can spend time with you and things like that. And I've been in relationships where it's just like, yo, shut up. Like you're using this depression thing as a crutch or this or that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I just won't speak about myself whenever yeah. like I'm having problems. And that's why I think I, I try my best and pride myself on being there for anyone who needs it. If I'm in their life, because I know what it's like to need somebody or want somebody to be there for you and not having that in return. So whenever the case may be, when anybody who is my friend or something very close to me or my family, I try to put myself in that situation where it's like, I understand how hard it is to be like, to be dealing with everything that you're dealing with alone. Know and understand that you have someone here to lighten that burden. Whether that be to help you in any way, to just hear your story out in any way, like things like that. Because truly when you're going through something so... Even if it doesn't seem, it seems trivial to you as a person, if that person is going through it, it feels like the weight of the world is on them. And just to like, like hold their hand and be like, yo, I'm here with you. Let's like lift this weight together could help somebody in so many ways that you wouldn't understand unless you were in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's cool to kind of hear that Yeah. based on, because you would think um, people listen to how you grew up or how anybody yeah. else who would, would share their childhood story would yeah. grow up and think how are you like this aware and this like understanding of people's situations or people like how they react to like maybe emotional um consideration affection things <clears throat> like that like like it would easily be understandable if you were just closed off to the whole world and didn't care about the world like or I mean, anybody else yeah that's for that the, matter that's the easy choice right I, yeah. could, I could just be an asshole and not care about anybody else but myself yeah. just because I've I've gotten that treatment myself. Yeah. But I think that's the cycle that I want to break, right? I don't want to be that for anybody. Yeah. Especially, like, uh, going back to the children thing. Like, if I have children, it is uh, genetically exposed to what I have. Yeah. Depression and anxiety runs in my family. It's genetic. It's a chemical imbalance in my brain. And if that... God forbid, goes to my children, right? I have to be able to to take point, mm -hmm. to show them and help them 
deal with it because I had to at one age. You know what I'm saying? And most of the times those people going through it want someone to relate to, want someone that understands where they're coming from when even... Everyone experiences depression differently. Everyone experiences anxiety anxiety differently. But from outside looking in, people just really want to have someone who like gets them. You know what I'm saying? And so I would I, like if my family understood what the fuck I was going through when I was going through it, it would have been a huge help, right? But yeah. having to figure that stuff out on your own is is really hard. So. The thing I want to um, kind of shift to right now is how would you go about parenting your child? What is something that you want to make sure you do differently than your mother? Um, show compassion, show empathy, show understanding is something that I want to be. I want to be able to understand my children instead of like just being like a, just a caretaker. Not a caretaker, but like I'm the boss. That type yeah. of parent, like you need to listen to me just because I am the boss. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to sit down and speak to my children, let them know that I understand where they're coming from in every situation that they're coming from, and then they understand me where I'm coming from as a parent, but also as a person. Because I think there's not enough empathy in this world with just human beings in general. I think we're so focused on ourselves that we never stop to think about our neighbors you know what i'm saying to be like oh i know i'm going through some crazy like shit right now but this other person could be going through like something too like everybody everybody's going through we never know so i want to be able to like whether it be good or bad yeah just i want to be able to like instill that into my children to like just have empathy for other people and like be able to speak to me with whatever problems I have, even if I don't deem it as like the best like situation. Like if they're like, oh, I'm pregnant or whatever the case yeah. may be. I want them to be able to be comfortable enough to speak to me about it instead of having to go to like another outlet, whether that be drugs, alcohol, whatever the case may be, right? I want to be able to sit down and then be like, yo, dad, like I'm going through some crazy shit. I'm going through my very first heartbreak, things like that. Like that I never had the experience of having support of, right? Because yeah. anytime I was going through some shit, people would just be like, eh, like you'll get over it. Yeah, it takes it time. Yeah. And I feel like that's... It takes time. That sounds kind of <sighs> toxic. It takes time. I mean, you'll hear that everywhere. Yeah. I mean, is it... It does take time. Toxic, but is it also true? It, that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't, I don't think it's toxic, because it is true. Anything you're going through will eventually be... You will go through it, and eventually it won't matter to you as time progresses. Mm-hmm. But in the moment... Hearing it takes time doesn't help doesn't, because you aren't in the future. Yeah. So I think there, there's a better response to it at the time. Being like, yeah, I know what you're going through. Like, I'm here for you. Like, if you want to go out, you want to do this, you want to do that, or you want to just be alone, you let me know. But just know that I'm here for you. Yeah. Know that if you want to speak about everything that went wrong in your relationship, you want to talk shit about your ex, you want to just... To vent, your child, you're, yeah. t- you're having that conversation. Yeah, like if you just want to vent it out, I'm here. Yeah. Right? Because, like, first heartbreaks suck dick, bro. <laughs> like, as a kid, you don't understand how much that hurts because you don't know what the fuck you're going through at the time. Yeah. You're just like, I feel something so strongly, and now, like, I lost that. And now that dish, this hurt is so goddamn strong now. And, like, not knowing how to, like, go through that as a kid because well, it's, like, that. your very first time going through it. 
it's hard. Yeah. And I think you get better as time goes on. I don't know, like the more relationships you've been in, and the more heartbreak you've been in. And you're like, I now know how to deal with this heartbreak. I now know how to deal with these emotions. And every time it's gonna hurt. Yeah. I'm never gonna. Say, I'm never gonna sit here and tell you like, oh, heartbreak don't hurt eventually. Like, no, it's always gonna hurt. But you learn to deal and cope with it a lot differently. Yeah. And I feel like starting like uh, someone young, like we with realistic views of being like, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna, uh, sh- it's gonna suck. It's gonna do all this stuff that you feel right now. Of course it hurts. It of course it sucks. Just know I'm here for you, and we will get through this together. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and that they're more than just what that per- like that situation was to them. Because like most of the times when people are in a relationship, they see themselves as that, and never as an individual because they've been in a relationship for so long, and like they forget that they are also an individual. So when they lose that. That, that partnership they feel like they lost themselves you know what I'm saying yeah I've heard um, heartbreak compared to scraping your knee the first mm. time you scrape your knee is as a child and it hurts because it's a new phenomenon to you yeah so the first time your heart gets broken it hurts because it's a new feeling that you've never really felt before yeah even if you have but not on the same level as mm-hmm. a as a relationship right yeah because it's different levels to these kind of emotions mm-hmm. and the more you scrape your knee the i don't want to say the more desensitized or the more you get used to it yeah, but cause it, again it's, it's a familiar is always gonna hurt right yeah it always hurts but, but it, then you get used to being like okay now i know how to upkeep the scrape knee if i put yeah. some antibiotics i put a yeah. band-aid over it it might heal faster it might do this like you learn how to deal with it. maybe i don't trip over dumb shit <laughs> Maybe I should be more wary of where I'm going as opposed to... Maybe I should to, see the red fucking flag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very soon. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, so I, I think that's a that's a great analogy, the scraping your knee. Yeah, for compared. sure. What about you, man? How was your childhood? How are you raised? My childhood? How would God. you raise your children? How would I raise my what children? What would you do differently? That's my question to you. Wow. Well, <clears throat> there's a lot of similarities, but a lot of um, variation. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say growing up, there was a lot of teamwork, right? Mm-hmm. Even though my mom was a single parent, uh, my dad left to the other side of the country. My uncles were still there mm-hmm. related to my dad. They lived pretty close by. And so I do have memories growing up with my grandfather and, my, and those uncles here in New York. Um, well, well, in New York, <laughs> but like here. Um, and I think that helps when you have kind of like, a support system for in that sure, way yeah. as opposed to just your mom yeah because um, I feel there's very there's a lot of moments in my life where it was annoying growing up like just because I felt like my mom would wasn't understanding Correct, of things yeah. but then when I got to let's say my grandfather or my or my uncles it was like I could get away from that mm-hmm. like the annoyance and maybe it it kind of that space kind of led to it like settle those feelings and it's like okay it wasn't really that big of a deal as how i was taking it mm-hmm. like i'll, I'll kind of jump to those conclusions yeah on for my sure because like that, that's what i was saying earlier right in the moment yeah it feels like the biggest deal in your world yeah. you're like this is the, the craziest thing that's ever happened to me this shit is so far <laughs> it's the whole, like the most painful shit i've ever been through and then like as time goes on you realize oh it wasn't really that bad yeah like you know what i'm saying like oh maybe like now that I've been through it, I know that like I can, I can, I can go through it again, or I can, I can deal with it now. Yeah, and I think my mom let me grow up with just me, her letting me do things. Yeah, like not like go out until like three a.m. kind of things, but like yeah. 
she let me fuck shit up. She let me, <laughs> she let me color on the walls. Let me lock myself in a closet. Like she let me do that. Even though I did get like disciplined after like things, like mistakes that like, I made, that or, like bad far? decisions that yeah. I do. She, I, but she let me experience me making bad decisions. Yeah. And I think that kind of helped shape, kind of how I like view the world now. It's like, let me think this through. Let me think about every possible outcome. Let mm. me kind of like be more like maybe proactive instead of reactive but she she made me make a lot of mistakes like mm-hmm. she let me ride my bike like super fucking fast down the hill <laughs> even though it could have resulted in me like, like seriously hurting yeah. myself but luckily i didn't but that fear of like going down yeah. a hill really fast really just like wakes you up it's like all right i need to be more careful when i do this yeah no matter what like so she made me make a lot of decisions on my own without really kind of like holding my hand through things yeah and she was there to kind of um Maybe she didn't be like give me like good like feedback mm-hmm. like okay that's why you're not supposed to do it and she was more like I fucking told you that was gonna happen <laughs> like kind of like I think I would kind of do the same thing but instead of being like I told you so I would be like here's like that's the reason why like you should need to be careful doing mm-hmm. certain things like that and so I'm kind of like grateful for that just being able to like fuck up and make countless mistakes as as a child it kind of helps me like as an adult be like okay. Remember that one time I didn't do this thing? Okay, let me let me take it back. Yeah, let, let me, me take like a step back. Yeah. Let me like evaluate. Is it the right thing I need to do? So kind of like very appreciative of that. Even though I did get to see her raise me as a single child, as a single mom. Yeah. And I was the only child for eight years. So Before your sister was yeah, born. Before yeah, before my sister was born. So it was cool kind of seeing her do that. And just like I spoke about in one of our previous episodes, we're like seeing that and thinking about it now. It's like whoa yeah for sure because like mom. thinking back on it right like, like you're saying i like to put myself in my mother's shoes right i me sitting there be like damn raising four kids by myself how hard would that be in today's world yeah it'd kill me yeah it seems like almost impossible to be able to do parents are just built different yeah, it's just it's insane to me i'd be like damn like she really did that and you as a as a male do you ever just like think about that and then just be like you really let her raise four kids like I really oh, to be like my dad? to your dad. Like yeah. thinking about that now, you said that like raising four kids right now seems crazy to you. That like, yeah. you wouldn't be able to do it, but it's, I I think the same way. And but I, I be thinking sometimes like, damn, you really just let that happen, dog. Oh, for like, sure. I I I'm, like as a male like that will kind of if I would be in that situation, like I would be like I wouldn't do that. No, for sure. Even if I let's say I got a girl pregnant, yeah. and me and her are not on uh, let's say the best of terms or whatever. I'm still being in that child's life, hundred yeah. percent. I'm still helping. I'm still yeah. providing. So yeah, I agree with you, and that that there, there is a lot of a lot of resentment towards my father, mm. where I was like, "Where were you for a lot of the shit that I had to go through?" Right, a lot of the times where my mother was like, barely making ends meet, living in like her friend's like living room, raising four kids by herself, like trying her best. Yeah, and he was like living lavishly, and because he's a single man, gets to do whatever he wants. Yeah, exactly. Living lavishly has a house, has his own. Because the, the thing with my father is he cheated on his wife with my mother, and then got her pregnant. Uh-huh. Over and over and over and over. Yeah. And then just threw our family out and kept living his life with his own family. La- lavishly Damn, with a big house. And own, yeah. So, and like that is where like the resentment comes in, right? It's like, yeah. like you really decided you really to bring. You really did that. You really, yeah, like, you really decided to bring life from <laughs> an affair and then decided, ah, uh, whatever. I don't care. Nah, I'd throw them away. I don't need those. I already <laughs> have one. Yeah. It's just, it's wild. And it, it's, it's. It's so bad to the point where my, me and my father have literally zero type of relationship that 
he saw me at my job and didn't realize it was me till my cousin called him out. Mm-hmm. He was like, isn't that your dad over there? Like, Joan was like, isn't yeah. that your dad? And then, yeah. and then he heard that and then realized it was me and then came to say hello. He said dumb loud. Yeah, <laughs> Joan gave no fucks. Like, is that your dad? <laughs> that guy over there. Like, yeah, Joan gave no fucks. <laughs> this <laughs> man brings him to the customer service count. This man right here, isn't this your dad? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just, it's insane to me. But it's like it's whatever, bro. I don't, I don't even I pay no mind to it anymore because I don't care. Like it bothered me so much as a kid, right? Like I don't know if you felt the same way, but seeing like my friends have uh, like fathers that cared about them and bought mm-hmm. them stuff and brought them places and like did this with them or did that with them, it hurt so bad as a kid not being able to do that, right? Like I was like, damn, like there's really people out here with dads. Yeah, I didn't know that was like a thing, <laughs> like or to have like two parents that like you actually cared about them. <laughs> yeah, like it just it, it blew my mind, because like the only thing my dad ever provided for me was, uh, like a line on a cell phone. But the moment I turned eighteen, he's like, "Oh, you're on your own." Damn. And since then, I've been paying for my own shit. Yeah, uh, and my mother's been supporting me since like I was born, and ever once was she's like, "Oh, you're on your own." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's like, even those, though like she could. Correct. She right? could. She could. Like she's within reason, right? We're Correct. Whole, we're whole grown like adults, but like, just this, just a night and day but difference. A, yeah, like, there's a night. That's what I'm saying. There's a night and day difference where she would never. Like she would be justified to, right? Correct. She's like, I've yeah. been supporting you your For whole like, life, my whole life, yeah. And then go go on your own. And right? she she's like, never brought that up. No, never. My never. mom has never been like, yo, find your own food. Go yeah. do this. Go. Yeah, do. Yeah. If I was like, yo, mom, I need ten bucks, and she had twenty bucks, mm-hmm. she'd give me her ten. Yeah. My mom has always been there for me, no matter my mom no too. matter the case. Like I would, I I made the conscious choice to not accept things. From exactly. My mom. Like I've done that, but I'm just like it's just too much now. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's like even when I'm broke and I want to eat, I'm like yeah. I'm not asking for her, her for money because I know that like she'll give it to me even if she doesn't yeah, have. Yeah, exactly. So I just don't do it. But um, yeah, it's it's night and day, man, and and that's the type of parenting like I'm I I never want to be, and I pride myself that like. Thank you for teaching me how not to be exactly. I I I had that conversation with my dad yeah. actually, like last summer. Like he was trying to explain to me why that he made the choices yeah. he made, and I was just like, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't care why you did it. I just know you did it, and I've already accepted, accepted that. It, yeah. Like I don't. I'm never gonna call you dad. Yeah, I like, don't. I'm not gonna call you father. I'm not. I'm. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm I see you as a regular man. Exactly. Like, if that, if I see you as a man, I could just see you as a fucking piece of shit or <laughs> however, like, yeah. like maybe like, however I, my, as a child would react, right? Yeah. Like feeling abandoned, feeling hurt, feeling like, yeah, like, like why did he leave? Like that was one of the main concerns I had was like reuniting or seeing him and then seeing my brother. It's like, I didn't want a 12 year old Fernando to pop out yeah. as opposed to 23 year old me where it's like. No, I'm I'm fine. I'm settled in. Like, oh yeah, I've come to an understanding with that. Yeah, like I've let those negative feelings go, and I was just more concerned. Was like I don't want to. I don't want twelve year old Fernando to pop up. And yeah, be like fuck you for having a dad, or like fuck yeah. you for doing this. Like, exactly. Fuck you for leaving my because mom. Because at the end of the like, day, like you, like you said in like a few episodes ago, like it isn't the family's fault. Mm-mm. It was his decision to leave. It was his decision to have other children. It was his yeah. decision to not be there for you. So for you to take it out on. Let's say his new uh, family. Family, yeah. it's it's not productive. It doesn't make any, any sense. Yeah. They don't. They didn't owe me anything. Exactly. They did. He did. Didn't know. <laughs> he owed you. Yeah. He didn't. Exactly. And and yeah, it, it's 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 why I'm like, yo, I will never 
ever not be in my child's life if I ever have a child. Yeah. Because I know how crazy, you've seen it firsthand. Yeah, how crazy hard it is to live without a parent and not know why. Because my whole life, I never understood why he left. I never understood why. Did you feel a sense of blame, like that it was your fault? No, I didn't. I didn't. I never felt it was my fault, but I always felt that, like I wasn't wanted, mm-hmm. right? Like I, like which I, could be the case. Yeah, I mean, he he, he begs to differ, right? Because I've asked him. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, that's not the case. But like, then like what is then? It, it, they always give you bullshit answers. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like, I can't believe someone's bullshit anymore when your actions spoke louder than whatever the hell you have to say to me. Right? No they matter need what. need to own up. Yeah, whatever whatever you want to say to me now or like yeah, how how you want. Basically, like, if he tried to get into my life now, I'm just like, I'm not with it, bro. Mm. Like, you had years to step up and be like, oh, I want to have this person in my life. I want to have a good relationship with my children. Never did. Like, at any point, it would have been cool. It's not now, though. I'm a full-blown adult now. Yeah, exactly. I don't really need this relationship in my life. Yeah, I don't. Maybe Like, where were you when I needed to learn how to drive? Where were you yeah. when I needed to change my oil? Where were you, like... Teach me how things. to shave. Exactly. Where were you to, like, play catch with me? Where were you when I needed... When I got my someone, first fight and yeah. I got punched in the fucking face? Where, where were, were you, you like, when I needed some, like, some, a man figure to help me with situations that I was dealing with as a man? Yeah. You weren't there. I had to learn on my own. So now you can't step into my life as a man when I don't see you as one. And it's 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 that type of thing where I'm like, oh, like, as as morbid as it may sound, like, if my father passed tomorrow, it wouldn't bother me. Like, I have no feelings towards him. To him, to me, that man is a stranger. Mm-hmm. It's just like if another stranger passed away that I'd never heard of or never knew about, it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Would you feel bad if a stra- if a stranger you heard a stranger died? Like, is there any kind of like, oh man, that sucks, or like, I'm sorry. yeah, yeah. There's always that. So, oh yeah, but that do you sucks. have that with your dad if he would die, or is it just like no, oh, so none. That's different than a stranger. No, but, but what I'm saying is like you know like when someone you know or care about passes and then like it hurts, like it yeah. physically like it brings out yeah. But you're so like you're you. saying you're so desensitized to him dying, it wouldn't even affect. Yeah, you at it all. wouldn't. No, even if a stranger. Right now, would die, and someone told you about it. No, yeah, because that would affect you on some way. Yes, right? it correct. Would, like you would feel like so, like not, I don't want to say sad over it, but you would feel for the correct. people impacted feel, by yeah. that loss, right? Because there's but, days where like where I see like people getting shot or like things by cops that like didn't need like didn't need to happen. That yeah, way. and and I feel terrible about it. Yeah. And I feel like damn, that sucks. Someone lost their life, or or people people's family that I don't even know, but they're my friends. So I feel bad for them, and yeah. I feel and I, it feels like. Never with my dad. I'd exactly. never feel anything if he passed. Be like, oh, because that man could be on his deathbed and be like, "Yo, I really want to see my son." I'm like, "Sucks, dog." Sucks, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, how old are you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sucks. You had that amount of time in your life. You had, however, amount, oh, you had yeah. 23 years of my life to go into. Yeah, it, like, it, it's it's, and it's like, that scares me, as a father, because, I never want my children. To feel that resentment that I feel towards my father, mm-hmm. to ever feel towards me, you know I what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's scary. Yeah. Because you think about it, the person—if you have a child—that person is part of you forever, whether you want it or not. That is half of you and half of the other person. Exactly. That is fifty percent your blood, and like losing that connection to someone because of your dumbass choices is scary. And so, yeah, I just, I'd never want to be that type of, like, parent. 
even if like the little things, man, the little yeah. things. Just like I remember being thinking there for them. I remember thinking like if my child to come home and be like, "Hey, I need ten bucks for a pizza party." Yeah, I think I would go out and pay for the entire pizza exactly. party. You know why? Because I know there's people out there who might may not have those exactly. ten bucks to give their child. So I think I would go to school the next day, be like, how much is the entire pizza party? And just yeah. pay for that shit. Because you ever been in a situation where, like, your school was going on, like, a school trip? Yeah, yeah, you couldn't yeah. afford it? Yeah, she was probably, bro. Yeah, she was, like, $200. Like, <laughs> shit. But did you, as a kid, didn't it hurt to see all Hell your Hell yeah, everybody leave? go on the bus. Yeah. And then you're just sitting in the classroom. All your friends dip you, on you, and you're just at school, like, cool. The sub is there, like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, bro, I should be at, like, the aquarium right now. Yeah, like, exactly. And it always hurt growing up because I knew... We didn't have much. Yeah. So asking for like two hundred dollars for a trip that I knew would take food off of like my other siblings, like plates Plates. and like my mom's rent and things like that is it? It wasn't viable to me. Did you feel like asking for it was a heavy decision? Oh, for sure. I but I but I would because I was a kid, man. I'd Mm -hmm. be like, oh please, I want to go to this trip. I'd want to. My mom be like, I can't. You feel guilty by asking in the first place? As a kid, no. I feel guilty now. Mm -hmm. As a kid, I didn't. I didn't. Again, like I didn't understand the concept of money. I didn't know three hundred was so much. I didn't know that. Like, I didn't understand that we couldn't afford it as a family because everyone around me could. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'd ask, and she'd be like, Yeah, we just can't. And I'd be like, Okay. Like I wasn't angry at her about it, but. I was sad that I couldn't go for a lot of those things because like and and then again she'd be like yo ask your dad maybe your dad could give it to you yeah never 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 once gave me anything this man I remember on prom I was I was trying to buy a tux for like my prom night yeah like flat out just to own it forever uh, or you wanted to rent a tux no yeah to own it because I was like I own zero suits I buy a suit yeah this suit will be my suit. For as long as I can possibly use it. Until I outgrow it. Yeah. So it was like, I think at the time, like like a 300 something dollar suit. That's, that's not like, even that much. Yeah. That's like tailor made to me. Yeah. That wasn't even that much. And I was like, can you help me pay for it? He's like, I'll give you like $100. It's right? one third of the suit. And then my mom had to pay the rest. Knowing <laughs> that she was the one that was struggling way more than uh-huh. he ever was. And he couldn't put up the money for it. And same with every time I bought a phone or got a new phone, my mother had to pay for it. All he ever did was pay for the line. Whether that'd be like 10 bucks a month yeah. more than whatever the fuck he was paying. And then the moment I was old enough to make my own line, he's like, I get off my line. And it, it's things like that that I'm like, damn, bro. Like, you were really that grimy to not help any one of us growing up. Like, whether that be me or my two siblings who are also his children. Um, That's crazy. But then he supported every one of his children. and then his. Yeah. And then he had a mistress. Now he has another mistress. And he and he like paid for her car and her college and things like that. And not once, yeah, and not once gave any of any of me or my siblings any money for anything. And it's like shit that I'm like, yo, you're scum, dog, straight up. To give someone who's like half my age, she was like 19 when he met her. That's like her mistress. So someone who could be his child, giving her money for sexual things or whatever the fuck they were doing. I don't know. But not his own children is is, is insane to me. That is it's, crazy. Yeah, it's 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 just nuts to me that like, I don't know. So, do you want to you want to have your own children, right? For sure. How I many f- do you think? Right well, now, what would be a good number? Right now, zero. I don't. No, no, no. But like right now, thinking ahead, like oh, when, in the future, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. my because always in the in the moment it could be different. You could be like, I only want one, and then you're like, fuck, I want another one. Like, I want two. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. 
that's I think that's the most manageable for me. Uh, but who knows? I think for me it'll be two. I think two is a good. Uh, hopefully, different sex, so I can raise a daughter and a and a, and a son. World doesn't work like that. I might get two same sex. Yeah. Two, like I don't know, but yeah, I I don't. That's that's my goal is raise two children, who I am, like have a deep connection. Yeah, with. have a, have a connection with, so that way when they have children, I can be a great grandfather to them. Because mm. like my dad would never be a, a grandfather to any of my children. My mom would make know. a great grandma. Yeah, she, same. she she blames she's like. Wait till you have kids. I'm gonna fucking spoil the fuck out of them. And I was like, Yeah, because you got it now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Seeing people grow up is is wild. Time time really just goes and goes yeah. and goes, and you don't that should never stop. You don't you don't get it. Like, you like don't we're aging right now. Yeah, you, you think about it in yeah. a deep sense. We're aging right now, and you don't understand it till like way later, bro. I'm like, oh, like I'm old as shit, dude. Like I'm really like getting up there, and I don't realize it. Like time is just going, and I don't, I don't get it. it never stops. Yeah, it never goes backwards. It, it, yeah, it would never stop for you, no matter yeah. how much you want to just be like, I'm gonna just like chill to like uh, just chill. Just be in the moment, real quick. Yeah, but the moment's constantly moving. The, the, the time don't give a fuck. He's like, I'm going, dog. You can stay back here, whatever yeah. you want to be. You can pause real quick, but I'm gonna keep moving forward. Yeah, it's like, and like seeing people like they, like I was saying earlier, like seeing like younger siblings grow old and things like that. You're like, oh, time is time is moving, bro. Yeah, it's not. It's insane. Like that. That's. It's emotional to see. Like. Like I. I would. I'll never understand until I actually have a child. But to see someone who like, you saw like, that that came from you like just like, grow up into their own person is so goddamn like beautiful to me. Like having seeing someone who like, could barely talk, eventually be able to have his own say opinions, a word. Say his a word. own, his own, his or her own opinions, like. Uh, have a podcast yeah <laughs> things like that it's just insane to me I'll be like damn bro like I'm really proud that you just but you're a fucking could full be your own bee. person yeah like it's it's wild to me cause at first they're just emulating you they're just they're just sponges they're just like oh I'm gonna be whatever this person is but eventually they're gonna grow up and be their own person and that's that's beautiful and then they'll have children that'll try to emulate them exactly it's 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 nuts it is it like it's kind of weird cause like thinking about your future while sitting here in the present is weird yeah. as shit. Cause like this is this this podcast will forever be like recorded and like let's say 10, 20 years from now I go back and I listen to this now and I have children. It's yeah. gonna be so weird to like see the difference of like my opinions now, my opinions later, and like how much shit has changed, how much I've grown as a person or how I'm raising my children now compared to what I was saying I was gonna raise my you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's weird to think about. Because because you don't know happens. what's gonna yeah, happen. Shit just that. happens, bro. Like you can't tell what the future's gonna be. Yeah. You can only look back on the past. Yeah. If you, if you could change anything about your childhood, what would it be? If you like, if you your current Fernando mm. can go back in time. Now let's say, this is I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Let's say you have a time travel button or a time travel remote. Like you ever seen that movie Click? Yep. You have one of those, right? Give me the remote so I can simulate it. <laughs> <sighs> time travel remote okay so you have a remote okay, have a remote and you have an unlimited uh not unlimited oh wait let's this say, is like yes yeah. oh, okay That's so you have a hundred let's i'll give you a hundred thousand uh-huh. dollars okay and you can go back to your childhood to either like give the money to your your family help them out help whatever you what would you change to help your childhood 
help you as a child grow up without so many like barriers or things like that where you think could have helped you today? I think I'm buying my childhood home. Because hmm. we, we, we rented the second floor of it. Yeah. And um, I don't want to say childhood home, but a majority of my like middle school through high school years, I, I lived there. And so I think I would buy that house. For your your child, yeah. For like, you as a for child. me as a child, yeah. like I would I would give it to your mom. I guess no, no. I would give it to a lawyer to buy on her behalf because mm. I don't know what she would do with a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, yeah. Because it 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 goes on sale and then like we like we got a certain amount of time to move, and I feel like maybe it would it would have been good with that enough for down payment at least for right? sure. Yeah, and like more than enough for a down payment, but like maybe that house is worth three hundred thousand dollars. Put a hundred thousand dollars down, and then have her figure out but how now because i feel like how would what i'm what i'm trying to say is like how, how would it better would, me yeah how would that change your child i think it would just be more consistent house. more ah. consistent for my life just be there have a an environment because i i have I still don't have a consistent place to be mm. like I, you're still renting like I, like we are we so. rent yeah like but, but i'm saying me personally like i remember <laughs> Like, going to college, having my dorm room for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. then going back home, crashing on the couch for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And then going back to school, so you think crashing for a certain amount you of think time. if you had a house, you'd be more stable? You'd be like, oh, this is my house, house. Not even stable, but, like, I would I would always have somewhere to, to go. go. Yeah. Hmm. No matter if, if I didn't maybe stay there long. But, like, right now, it's like, like, I'm always planning where to be next, hmm. right? Because I don't know how long I can be certain places or... In my house, how how long can I tolerate living on the couch again? Like I always want to be somewhere. So that's why when I went to Mexico, I had a place to be because mm-hmm. I have our, my own place. Like I always have somewhere to stay there. But I feel like that would be cool if I had my own space like that here. Yeah. And I feel like it would it would have made growing up easier. Like I wouldn't have, I would be able to go to school, go to home real fast. Like it would make. And I'd have like, to worry about like that. Like we would have our. We would, literally would have everything i needed at that house like yeah. a parking spot like i don't have to fucking think okay i have to be home before fucking eight because after or that else I won't have parking. Yeah. the parking i'll never have parking i have to park like five <laughs> blocks from there like yeah it even though that's not necessarily like a big deal yeah but it is sometimes like sometimes like i'll sleep in the car so yeah. i don't get a ticket like and i've had moments like that just like okay i don't want to fucking Drive. Well, I, when you say it's not a big deal, it really is. Though. It really is though, but it's like about it's it, not like it's not like a big deal. Like people aren't they don't have places to stay, that, right? That's like, what I'm saying. But you comparative to what people would consider a big deal. But what, to, I, what I'm trying to say is that like I'm not comparing your life to people who are less fortunate. Yeah. That's not what I'm trying. What I'm trying to say is how could you have made your childhood more comfortable to you? That's what it would. It would like, have, that would like, have made my childhood comfortable, right? Because there's there's a lot of people who who grew up and who grow up in like rich households who have garages and shit, yeah, and like six cars, and they never had to worry about finding parking, exactly. right? Because they're living comfortably. That's that's the scenario I'm trying to put you. I or think that would have made me have access to a car quicker. Yeah, because that means my stepdad could have gotten a car. Yeah, right. Before he was just content with taking the bus. And then doing because we didn't have the space for a car, if mm-hmm. if that makes sense, right? And so I feel like maybe that would have got me driving earlier than than I did. I had like I started driving. I got my license at twenty. I got my permit at eighteen. Like yeah. I like I learned those things late, and I feel like that would have helped me out when I was younger, being able to kind of just 
go out somewhere and drive somewhere. Like, yeah, it's important. I feel I'm teaching my sister how to drive now. Like me, me and her dad are like teaching her like every other like weekend. Yeah. And it's like get comfortable with a car because it's, it's something you need. Like, even though For most sure. people don't have have that, like a car or ability to have a car. But mm-hmm. like now it's like, OK, we, we both have cars and it's like it's something you need, something you need to learn. Because like what if you need to take our mom somewhere? What if you need to go somewhere like urgent, like that freedom? Yes, yeah. should not be like a luxury, but it is. Yeah, access to consistent transportation for sure. Yeah, like there are so many people who still use public because they yeah, can't get anything else. Exactly, and then I think that makes being able to go places too. Like I, that's why I wasn't scared to leave for college. Mm-hmm. Like I, I went six hours away, and that's because I finally had. I I went I took the bus there for the first year and then my mom was like we need to get you a car because like it'll be easier for you to do that and having the car made me be able to go places that I normally wouldn't have gone like South Carolina like all these other states that I got to visit to like it was be- simply because I had a car yeah simply like no ifs ands buts about it it's just because I had the car and I had I was able to take myself those places like I wasn't yeah. dependent on like things like bus schedules or like airplanes or things like that it made me more able to be free mm. in that way and i think it all trickles down to just the consistency like if you had a house you didn't have to worry about parking yeah it makes it easier to do things you don't have For to sure. no yeah i agree because if i do the same thing yeah if i could go back i'd give my 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 mother a home where like she 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 didn't have to worry about constantly having to feed her children but also have a, a a place of like yeah having and, to like just and also buying in. that childhood home creates income yeah because we rented the second floor and we were good with the yeah. second floor and, you and then that the same leaves the first floor the yeah. and the third floor in the basement that leaves three options to kind of of like of opportunity yeah yeah and it, i think having a constant home takes a lot of stress away from your mom mm-hmm. let alone you yeah because it will it will help you as a child you in the long run but mm-hmm. it helps your mom back then helps them more yeah, than you could yeah all she has about. to pay is mortgage and if you pay that all off yeah she that house is hers exactly no no money needed all the money she makes now is just for her and her children yeah and all the money that she can make for like renting out the other yeah. places you can rent Again. them out at a reasonable cost and you don't have to necessarily like vulture off the other other people's basically will to survive yeah and i think that's like very what do you important. think about landlords like that i think because i remember like during COVID, some landlords were, like, brutal. Yeah. They're like, yo, I can't afford my mortgage. I'm like, were you relying to pay your mortgage on simply my rent? Yeah. Like, that's scummy. <laughs> it's just wild that, like, like there was really some landlords that were like, oh, you're going to still have to pay me. Yeah. And things like that. I'm like, Jesus. I don't know, man. There's just landlords. I think it's easy to get into the real estate business, mm. like buying a house and renting it out and doing whatever. Yeah. But I feel like... It's also easy to feel pressure in that in- industry, like oh shit, I don't, I don't, I don't make enough money to to own this house entirely, to manage it, to pay for its expenses. I only made, I only made enough to get the down payment and qualify for the loan. Yeah, and a lot of people aren't able to. Let's say nobody rents your house for a year. That's how are you no going to pay? Yeah, to pay off. The how house. are you going to pay the house? Right. If you're, if you're sole income to pay the house is, is by, rent is rent yeah. then you're ma- you're honestly making a mistake 
like just like COVID happened, if you're evicting your people, like who's gonna replace them if no everybody one, no one has money if to everybody's in. in the same position? That's what I'm saying. So that's kind of fucked up. I think I want to I want to be stupid rich. I remember this in our test episode a long yeah. time ago. But like but, an angel, what was it like an angel? Yeah, yeah. But that though, like I want to be like stupid rich and then buy like a maybe like a twenty house home. Yeah, and be a foster parent. To like twenty children, yeah, Jesus, and because you get paid per child, but that's not why I'm doing it. Like, I want to have my, I want <laughs> to have, I want to have my there. own children, right? Yeah, like maybe like one or two, but then mm-hmm. I want to have, like, I want like there's so many foster homes that you look at, whether it be facilities or people's own homes, mm-hmm. and the house is sh- is shit, the building mm-hmm. is shit. So I want to be able to change like eighteen kids' lives and just like here's a fucking mansion. Yeah, like for sure imagine being a foster kid in a mansion you would never oh, want to leave your word you would never want to leave but like but just, i think it, it would make the trauma of like being an orphan yeah a lot easier to manage if you had like a loving foster parent yeah. and loving uh because a lot of people do it for siblings. the money yeah like, like a lot I'll, of the time pay yeah, me like for the saying. kid like give me money yeah, that's what I'm saying. Time, i think then, a lot of people just are like give me as, as many kids as you want because i just want money but not actually care for the children that they're getting yeah like if i if i already had money then the yeah. money wouldn't mean shit to me exactly the money could be an allowance for the kid let's just be like here's yeah. the two thousand dollars they're paying me each month for you but here you have it like <laughs> that's but yeah. that's all the money i'm giving you because i'm not <laughs> legally required to give you anymore unless yeah. i want to but i would want to but like just imagine like having a a mansion and then having it as a foster home and i think i wanted to get even more rich beyond that and just move out and have my own separate small little house mm-hmm. on the same plot of land and just like the mansion is strictly for for foster use like have your caretakers c- come move in and then that is a place for foster children mm-hmm. and i think i want to like maybe if i get and would you still be supporting them after that they turn like to an adult for i think for if i'm that fucking rich if, yeah. if i was like jeff bezos yeah or Bill I, Gates I would be or doing that shit right now yeah, are you kidding exactly. me i would buy the plot of, i would buy like how the Epic Game CEO buys forest mm-hmm. things, I would buy that shit and then leave it to them. Mm. Like this is like, this is yours. your part of the world. Yeah. This is your part of the world. Like here's that. Like I would have that big ass mansion and just have kids living in it with the proper like uh, like supervision. Obviously yeah. like it's gonna be like it's a government like program. Yeah. Like have being foster a foster parent, but I'll just be like, Yeah, here's the here's here's a place. Yeah. Because a lot of people Maybe you can't raise children, but they can. Maybe they have an extra place for kids to stay. And like, oh, here, actually, I could give you my place instead. Yeah. Here's my place. Like, have them like there. Mm. And I think I would do that, whether it be through a government um, program or whether because I know some like religious churches or whatever people do that too. Like, mm. like mostly nuns do that. They take care of like foster kids yeah. and they they get help through the connections of the people who go through the churches or whatever. Yeah. So I would do that. I'm like, here, here's a fucking 20 room mansion. Get as many kids as you can as possible. Cause like they don't necessarily have to have their own room. Yeah. You could, you know what I'm saying? You could fit like two, three kids in a mansion. Exactly. Room. And that's, that's like too much already. Right. There's yeah. some places that have six or seven kids per room yeah, and they're in bunk small. beds or like, yeah. And then like, so what if I had a, a decent sized room and only put three to four kids in it? That's what I'm saying. And like that shit, that's already, it's going to be like, better for them in the long run of course yeah so that's one of my like thinking about it now that's one of my main goals is like i want to be jeff bezos rich but like be poor at the same time yeah like now not not i don't really need like that much money like, i would be put jeff it, bezos rich, but not for yourself yeah for other people just just to fucking have a 
20 yeah. house, 20 room mansion three to four kids a room just like any money you're giving me to put it i'm gonna put it to use for these kids like it should be right they're paying they're paying you that money so you can benefit that child yeah each and every month it's not for you like oh this is an extra two thousand dollars for me easy pocket let me go buy something yeah it should it as as like child support as anything like that it has to go towards the child yeah that's it is kind of scummy like seeing uh women of like famous uh people get all this money and then use it for themselves instead of the child yeah yeah i I get that it is it is kind of scummy to see them like oh i got a chanel purse or whatever the fuck broken bag and it's like did you did you You use your child's money for that yeah like did you really just buy that instead of like or you know what i would think i would do your child or some shit you mentioned a good question like would i support them after they're adults i think if i don't give them the money as an allowance I'll give put it, it all yeah, in a bank account. All, all I'll the put it in a bank monthly, account. Yeah, and like, and like here's 18 years of, like, uh, of foster care money that I was supposed to use like, for you. But use I for you, but, you. I, but here's for your adult life. Yeah. If you fuck that up, that's on you. <laughs> <laughs> but here's X amount of money. Yeah, I, I think I've Don't had, be scared to, to... I've had a very similar dream like most of my life. like, But not about like foster people, but about my family. Mm-hmm. Like that whole like big ass mansion just moving yeah. all my family in it. And just take care of everyone. If I was really like Jafe Bezos rich, mm-hmm. it's it, it's like similar, right? Like just being able to like just let everyone just like live their life without burdens is such uh, like the reason why I went the foster care out because I don't think my family would appreciate it. Really? Yeah, I, yeah. I'd rather have twenty to forty kids that would appreciate kids it. that would appreciate it, I think and not necessarily family. thank me for it, but like appreciate I know it, sure. it would be a great benefit for them sure no yeah i get that because as a as an adult you worry about those things where am i going to sleep sure. where am i going to eat what am i going to feed my child what how what am i going to how am i going to what am i going to do to get one two and three yeah and as a child in that system you have to worry about that too like where am i going to sleep what am i going to eat what am i going to do like even if you do have those places and, and as it you feels get older, like you it, don't have as, it. as you get older it gets really scary exactly once you're 18 you're out of the system exactly and it's like now you're on your own. Once bro. you're older, you're not as adoptable. Yeah, right? you're not a cute kid that a uh, couple who is infertile can just adopt and kind of yeah. like raise them in their in their way how they want to. Once yeah. you're like 16, 17, you already you already grew up. You already have these values instilled in you, and yeah. it's hard to mold you how these these these, these adoptive people, parents yeah, will want you to be. And so I think getting rid of that stressor for some a group of kids, no matter how. How long I have them? It's just it's important. It's important to me. for sure. Yeah. Damn, that's very insightful, man. It it's good to hear though. Like having someone in your close circle that really cares about people around them. You know what I'm saying? Because it's they're not even people around me. They would be completely new. No, I know, people, but, I, yeah. but like you have that mentality of like I'm saying it now, so it happens. Like I'm speaking no, no, yeah, it, so for, it's gonna forget, happen. Forget it. I mean, like it's gonna sure, happen. Sure. Like I'm gonna be like the next Jeff Bezos, yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. gonna be balling with all these. But that—that's what I'm saying. Because a lot of people, what I'm trying to say is like it's very refreshing to hear yeah. that that that's your take. Because most people would be like, "Oh, I want to be Jeff Bezos rich because I want to do things for myself." Yeah. Like I want all these luxury cars. I want to go on vacation. I want this like me, 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 me type of mentality. But it's it's really refreshing to see someone in my circle who's like, "Nah, I want that money to." help other people like forget stuff about me yeah. like i want it i want the financial freedom to help other people so that they feel financially freedom to pursue whatever they want to do without yeah. 
all the burdens of life actually it's 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 a like it's a really dope take is what i'm saying you know i also have the most pimped out school bus you've ever seen <laughs> like with like a limo driver but yeah. like with a school bus and i'll just be chilling and like yo let's go somewhere where do you want to go like, 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 like hop a, in the school bus like, a, go. like the like a tour bus for yeah the world. yeah, yeah. and it's like yo let's go somewhere like fucking yeah who's in the mood for in and out but we live in new york <laughs> fuck it we're going anyway <laughs> i think that would be cool yeah what do you think these rich people are doing with their money, bro? I have no idea. They might be, they might be some doing some illegal shit. Cause that's all I know. Like, how you not doing that? You know, how you not yeah. like? I mean, not, not how everyone, you not buying a house and donating it to foster not, care? Not everyone is selfless like you. Man. I know, but like, come on. That's what I'm saying. It would be easy as fuck. I agree, but not <laughs> that. That's that's where like the disconnect is, right? Like, me and you have the same. I think the people that have money most of the time never, ne- like, not had it. They hmm. never experience not having it. I feel like some of the people who do give back usually are because they grew up that same way. Poor or because they want a tax cut. Well, they grew up poor or they grew up like lacking these basic things, and that's why they want to maybe better most people's circumstances. Hmm. But usually, most people are really born rich, hmm. and that's, they inherit. Yeah, I agree. And I think that that's is the where problem. The lack, that's that's where the lack of empathy comes yep. from because you never experienced anything other than what you lived. Yeah. So why? It's like alien to you to think that there's people out there that aren't living like you you're are. living. Yeah. So it, it doesn't even cross your mind to help other people. Yeah. And I had a thought recently. I was like, yo, there's some dogs that live better than me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's pets out there that live yeah. way better than me. You know me. Uh, that makeup artist, Jeffree Star? Yeah. Homie has like six Pomeranians and they live better than I would ever live in my entire life because of how rich he is. And I'm just like, damn, bro, I want to be a dog like that, bro. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... If you really think about it, how sad is that, though? That there are dogs or pets living better than I am right now. Not even not to downplay what how I'm living, but just, like, the fact that... Well, because me and you are middle class, right? There are so so ridiculously rich people out there that their dogs are living, like, high-class lives. Like It's It's insane that, like, a a pet can be having a better quality of life than you are. And just imagine only because they were adopted by someone who was insanely rich. Yeah, imagine that. Like, imagine having that thought as a child. Yeah, like maybe you're like twelve years old. You're like, damn, that that dog looks better than me. Yeah, what dude. The fuck? Like, and and we only have it so good. Imagine the people below us, because we're yeah. middle class. Imagine low class or yeah. poverty. We're like, yeah. I just, yeah. I think there is enough fortune to go around the world and help like everyone just live comfortably. But people are just so greedy and just want to hold on to Money whatever. Money is fake. Whatever, just like whatever wealth they have, we give we give value to money. Yeah, we could. I could be like, this is worth a million dollars. Yeah, and just it, it could be if we just accepted the fact that that was worth a yeah. million dollars. I like, mean, that's any market. Yeah, right. Because every shoe is made like every sneaker, like you're saying, right, is made for like at most ten, ten fifty. They sell it for two hundred. So we accept that. We accept and we just that. accept it. Yeah, and then even after the retail market, it shoots up even more. And now that shoe is now worth like eight hundred to nine hundred dollars, just because we 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 allow it to be. No one declared that shoe to be worth more than it already is. That's just, ridiculous. It's just people who are like, I have this many of this shoe that was only made x amount of times. Yeah. So now, if you want this pair, you have to pay me the premium price. And if everyone's like, no. <laughs> he can't sell that so then he would have to sell at the retail price at the retail or price or as close as he could possibly yeah. get to it 
or else he's just holding on to something that is, has zero value. Exactly. But because we give value to things, like you were saying, that in honesty don't have actually any value. Yeah. It's on us, man. It is on us. Imagine me with a school bus. Pimped out school bus. Pimped out school bus. It would be like Nando and the Magic School Bus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm out here uh. doing cool shit. <laughs> but then that, that kind of like leads me to like the kids never wanting to leave. That's my worry. Yeah. Like, what if they, they what if a they're loving like, home oh, finds wanna, them? I don't want to like, out. nah, I want to stay here. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's like, nah, bro, go. <laughs> I don't know, man. Because as, as a kid, if I, like, anytime I had, like, a rich friend, it, it was yeah. so exciting to go to, like, their house and, like, yeah. play with their things, things that I didn't yeah. have. So, like, I feel like if you were providing that f- for so many kids, your house would be, like, the fun place to go to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yo, let's go over this guy's house. You know, he has, like, a mansion and lives yeah. with, like, 16 siblings. Yeah. And they all have mad fun over there. Yeah. I feel like that's, how, that's, that's like, the the, like environment that's the best make. case scenario yeah that's mad cool i think i would keep in contact with any kids that get adopted like your kids like your foster kids yeah yeah you, like, let, you let them get adopted yeah i thought you would be the adopted mm, father no no i'm just fostering them oh. like i want them to have their own family but like, what if, to get that experience like one-on-one bro they're not gonna want to leave your they're house. not gonna want to leave <laughs> but i would keep in contact with them i'd be like They'd yo be like why would i want to get adopted when i literally have <laughs> but yeah, as the system says at 18 you're out of there you gotta figure it out your own yeah so I would do that but I would give them like here's the money they were paying me to keep yeah. you alive but I would use my own money for that and now you get to start your life with, with whatever you $200,000 yeah. like <laughs> there you go like if yeah, you fuck that more. up that's on you but you this is a big advantage yeah and especially coming from a place where these kids wouldn't have that advantage anyway for sure yeah and then giving them 18, the advantage yeah. the kids that are just born rich already giving them that same level playing field yeah, dude, that's a game changer that's i wish and that's I how wish, we balanced the scale i wish people did that i wish there was a balance when it came to that type of stuff because I, I don't think people who are born into like uh wealth understand the clear advantage that they have over everybody else no matter how hard the people below them work yeah like you mean you can work our whole lives to get to the point where that wealthy child is, but he already started there, yeah. so he can just move up from there. Exactly. And it's like I don't, I don't think people born into that understand that, that their lives are so catered to be like, you, you will never, start. yeah, you right. will never have to experience the trials and tribulations of someone who was not born into that, or at least you have a less likely chance to experience mm-hmm. it. And so I think. Like, Cause you heard about like those rich people that were just paying people to get into school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's nuts to me. I saw the Netflix documentary. Yeah, that's, that's, that's nuts insane. to me. That there's people in this world that, not even by intelligence, not even by like their hard work, can be accepted into schools that are pretentious. That just by having the name of that school yeah. on a on a, a degree can lift them so much higher in life, and not because they worked for it, but because their parents were rich. Like it's it's crazy to be like. That kid would have gotten the same SAT score as me, and they yeah. had all the advantage and resources, and I had didn't have shit. Exactly. Like we could have the same exact SAT score, yeah. unless, you, like, if you didn't cheat, to get like a good a good score to just kind of mm-hmm. go under the radar. Like, oh, that makes sense that he got in. Yeah, exactly. Like, we could have gotten the same exact thing, and you had more resources to your disposal than I did. And what does that say about you? Does it say that you're just with no matter what 
resources you didn't have that you're just stupid or does it say that i'm smart enough regardless of the disadvantages that i have correct like it you could look at it either way and no that's how i look at it bro if if you look at someone who lived in a in a very like uh like poverty driven neighborhood right and had didn't have the best school system but is still scoring at a level that someone who was catered and had the best school system in, in in their area that kid deserves all the praise compared to the one that was catered because he was at a disadvantage every step of the way, while the other one was at a, a at an like, advantage. You could say the one that had the advantage didn't meet the. That's what I'm saying. The um, he underperformed while the other one overperformed. Yeah, right. Because if you're given even though the numbers are the same, yeah, but no. But if you're given everything, you should be outperforming anyone who was given nothing. Yeah, because you're already at a head start. I don't know. I remember t- going to SAT prep, and I was like. I was like, yo, how long you? They asked me, how long have you been in CT prep? I'm like, this is my first time. I said, oh shit, this is my 18th time being here. Like, damn. And this, I was like, what the fuck? The SATs are like in two months. You've been here like 18 classes already, like, and they're like four hour long classes. Like, they, yeah. Like, SAT prep is no joke. Like, SAT prep is is serious. And I was fortunate enough to get it paid by my school, but it was like, I didn't have a calculator. I remember my English teacher stealing Yo, a calculator yeah, from calculator upstairs be, and giving it to me. Calculators be mad expensive. Calculators and textbooks. Them yellow shits. Them yellow calculators. They be mad expensive for no goddamn reason. You go into college, you be like, a textbook is how much? Yeah. For what? <laughs> I remember running into some professors that made their own textbooks that published it. And it's like, yeah, it's only 20 bucks. Bless them. And it's like, word? And it's like, yeah, and I made it. I was like, that's cool. Bless it's only them. $20. How'd you set the price? Like, oh, they they said they the minimum could be X amount, and I just put like a little bit more over. And that's it. So the reality, they're only making like a buck a book. Yeah. If that. Bless them, because there's the companies like that make textbooks. Textbooks are charging way too much for those books that barely get used. Bro, you use it like dollars for an access code. Never that's forget. what I'm saying. <laughs> or like you use that textbook like once or twice. Bro, I never bought textbooks. Then no? never use them. Never. <laughs> I only had to buy the access codes because obviously that that's on the computer, yeah. and then you gotta do homework there. But like, my friend, bless him. Shout out to you, Owen. He would always buy the textbook, no matter if we were gonna use it or not. He would buy it before school started, mm-hmm. and then me and my friends would be like, "Yo, photocopy give it. Give me the book real quick. <laughs> we would have study halls. Like, Yo, give me the book. It was it was cool. Like he 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 had it like that, I guess. Yeah. And we would just took advantage of the of the <laughs> opportunity. Absolutely. That's the end of the episode. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Fernando. Fabian the Don. The real Don. The realest Don. <laughs> and don't forget to follow us on Spotify. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Share the episode with Run a friend. Run the numbers up, my guys. Run it up. Let's see who gets more more numbers, him or his cousin. Let's see who, <laughs> who the people prefer. The people and, prefer me. And we'll see you next week.